Hey girlfriend, welcome to the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. This is your host, Chelsea Caller. We will be talking all things health, fitness, life, and relationships. This podcast is for the woman wanting to find her happiest, healthiest, and most confident self without flipping her life upside down or sacrificing the things she loves most in order to do it. I am so excited to have you here. Now, lady, let's get to it. Hello, girlfriend, and welcome to another episode of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. Today, we are blessed with the presence of Lindsay Dose, an amazing woman and inspiring person who I had the privilege to interview and chat with, and I cannot wait for you guys to dive into her story. We start from the beginning and talk about her years as a high school and then college athlete, and then really focus on that transition out of being an athlete and into just the real world and finding herself as far as her health and fitness went, as far as her life went, and I just think you guys are going to so resonate with this finding stage of her journey. Beyond that, it was so inspiring to hear her say that she truly found her balance when it came to her health and fitness when she decided to start because she was ready, not because she felt like she should. If you resonate with that statement, you are going to definitely want to dive into this episode. There are so many wonderful conversations had and so many takeaways that you are going to absolutely eat up and love. I cannot wait for you guys to dive in, so let's go ahead and head on into episode 72 of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. Hello, you guys. Welcome to another Real Women interview. I am so excited to be here with Lindsay. I know you heard a little bit about her in that intro there, but I want to just dive on in and have Lindsay tell you a little bit about who she is and what kind of brings her here to the podcast. But more specifically, just tell us about who you are, what you do, Lindsay. And then from there, we'll like dive on in. I'm excited to have you here. All right. Um, I'm Lindsay Dose. Um, I am from Southeast Iowa. I went to the same high school that Chelsea went to, and that's how I know her. Um, her mom actually babysat siblings. I maybe me. So um, we've known. Well, I know she's not Griner, but we've known the Griner family for a really long time. Um, and so a little. So now I I live in Ankeny. I am a teacher. I teach at North Oak High School um, with my husband. He's also a teacher. His name is Aaron. And we have a one-year-old daughter, 18-month-old daughter, Aspen. Um, and in our free time together, he we are avid basketball. We love all sports, but he coaches basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like to ride bikes um, with our daughter. She just gets in the trailer. We we I've taken up rock climbing. My husband likes to rock climb and um, so we just like to be, we like to do physical things. We like to be outside. Um, he's an outdoorsman. And uh, when I'm by myself, I like to read and, you know, occasionally binge on the Netflix show here and there. And that's a little <laughs> bit about me. I love it. Yes. And it's so fun to like connect with people. So Lindsay, I, I had, I don't think I've had anybody on yet that like went to the same high school as me, grew up in the exact same area as me. So it's really fun to like, be connected in that sense and yes you guys my my maiden name is Griner so she is someone who knows like my whole family and it is like so cool to be able to chat with someone and to kind of learn about how how you kind of 
we have very similar backgrounds in a sense, especially when it comes to our health and fitness stories. I think because we grew up as athletes and we've kind of just always been around the activity and like how that transitions and transpires into like your adult life and how things just like change throughout. It's just crazy. So I'm so excited to dive in. Today's going to be so much fun. So first things first, I think I say this at the beginning of every one of these interviews, but my priority for these interviews is really for women to find someone that they can connect with and find someone that they resonate with their story. And by having a variety of women on for the interviews, I just want to bring our listeners, um, people who whose story might just like really sit with them. And so I think one really easy way for me to kind of help women understand who you are and the kind of person you are. Of course, we know you're a mom and you're married and she's a teacher and super active, does all this fun stuff, outdoorsy type woman. Um, But tell us like three words that describe you. If you were going to describe yourself in three words, what would you say? Um, I think it's crazy how I think through life this changes because I had to really like reflect and I would say, and I had a little help um, from my husband, (laughs) I would say kind, um, passionate, and bold. Those are the three words that um, I went with. Um, I just think I'm very passionate about the things that I care deeply about. And I was going to say hardworking, but there are parts of my life that I don't, maybe don't work as hard in others. And so I think passionate mm-hmm. is a better word for me because like, I'm passionate about, you know, my, my career and like the students and I'm passionate about my family. And, um, and so, yeah, passionate and then bold. Um, you know, I, I used to say I would be outgoing and I think I'm still outgoing. I'm definitely an extrovert, but I think now I, I, I feel stronger, more confident in using like my voice, um, using my voice, um, for other people and, um, in a job, you know, some, there are things that you just need to like be bold about. And, um, you know, everyone kind of knows that. And so I found, I found my, my voice that way and kind, mm-hmm. I think just as I've gotten older, just gaining perspective and just realizing that everybody has a story. And, um, cause before I had a kind, I had empathetic, I think those go hand mm-hmm. in hand and, um, and just kind of really trying to understand people, especially being a teacher. I teach high school kids and high school is way different now than it even was 10 years ago. Like these kids are up <laughs> against so many things and they have just technology at their fingertips. And, and so just really, you know, having grace you know, if a kid doesn't come to school with this homework done, okay, why? Like, did you just not do it? Is there something mm-hmm. else going on? And just really being kind. So all together, I think just kind, passionate, and bold. I love all three of them. More like, I love how you, that last word, when you're talking about that and how you recognize that everybody does have a story. And I think that so often just in life in general, we see people who have successes or have failures, or we compare ourselves to other people. And we, we, with social media and with like the online world, we lose sight of that whole idea that like everybody has stuff going on behind the scenes. And we, as, um, individuals kind of sometimes get masked by that or like 
of like don't do the best job in understanding that or recognizing that everybody has stuff and I always say that when it comes to health and fitness I'm like you see this girl out there crushing it like she's got just as much stuff going on behind the scenes as you do it's just a matter of like how she's configuring her choices and the way that she's doing things is just working for the stuff she has going on. And so I love that you share that because I think that in all aspects of life, that's something, especially with social media, that's important for us to remember and important for us to just get a little reminder of here and there. And yeah, cause like we put out what we want people to see. And sometimes we, you know, we're real with our posts, but we're real enough. Like we know people are going to see it. So are, are we 100% real, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, everybody they're every, we're all wearing masks in some way, shape or form and just like hiding, you know, not hiding. That's not necessarily, but, um, just, yeah. Understanding that everybody, ha- everybody's busy. Everybody has things going on and to, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as you've kind of laid the laid the floor for us and you told us about yourself. So tell us a little bit about, of course, because y'all know this is a health and fitness podcast and we're going to definitely dive into that stuff. So Lindsay, tell us a little bit about your journey when it comes to like health and fitness and start from the beginning. Like how did things like start for you and how have they like evolved and transpired into your present day life? And Give us all the goods, the ups, the downs, the highs, the lows, everything. Um, so you kind of already mentioned this. So I was a, um, a first season athlete in high school. Um, I just have to add before I go into this, cause I should have said this earlier. So Chelsea and I went to the same high school, but we were not in high school at the same time, but I will tell you <laughs> Chelsea and her sister and her cousins, they would show up cause I'm older, would show up at our games decked out in their comic gear and they were our little cheerleaders and they were, anyway, they were so inspiring. <laughs> and, um, I, those are some of the best memories, but anyway, I love that on. you share uh, that. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, so I was, I was, a, I was an athlete in high school and then, um, I did play, um, softball two years in college. And so, you know, then I was still had a lot of metabolism. I could eat what basically whatever I wanted, you know, I'm in college, I'm partaking in all of the, um, extracurricular activities as well. And, but I was still <laughs> working out and, um, I was still pretty fit. And when I, my junior year of height of college, excuse me, um, I did not play softball, but I did not slow down on any of my extracurricular activities, you know, the fast food and the beer. Um, and I did not, and I stopped working out and I Mm -hmm. gained a ton of weight. I, you know, they say you gain your freshman 15 for me, it was my 15 or 20 or maybe 25. I'm not sure. Gained a lot of weight Mm -hmm. and I kind of start. And so my, I started to realize I needed to make a change and that's really, I would say that's kind of when it started, but it wasn't, you know, that was probably my low when I realized, oh my gosh, my body is not the way it used to. I'm not doing the exercise that I had been, and I have to make a change. And so mm-hmm. I kind of started working out and I was one of those people that I would just run, but I wouldn't see really see any and, um, see really any, uh, changes. And I really wasn't changing the way that I eat, which I'll get to is still like a struggle for me. Um, and I don't know, I, 
it was about, I was, I don't know, like through my twenties, I would run a okay, I would run, but I just, I wasn't like, I wasn't unhealthy, but I wasn't fit by any means. And I think around age 29. So I know I'm like skipping all these years. Um, I really, I really found, um, my love for fitness, uh, around age 29. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. I had always been running, but it was my friend, Abby, got me into, um, there's a place in a ton one. I don't even know if it's still there working out fitness studio. And they had like the Les, um, mill program and we would, yes. And we did potty pump and it was so much fun. So I would get my friend and you know, where my friend Hannah, I'd pick her up at her house at like five, four, four 15 in the morning. We drive to a Tumwa. We do body pump. Abby was there and it was just the way we started our day. And then on top of that, I was running and I would say in my adult life outside of athletics, that was the best shape I'd ever been in. And, um, you know, I was turning 30 that summer. I remember I looked back at my pictures in Vegas and I was like, Oh my God, I look so strong. And so I would think that was like the peak of my fitness. And then I moved and, um, I found another, that same exact program, um, at this gym in Iowa city. And I did that and I continued running. I would do that like three times a week and run on my off days. And I really got fit. Well then, um, you know, I moved again and then with my, my husband, who was my man and there wasn't a gym. So I just kind of went back to running and saw a little bit of weight gain. And so when I got, I wasn't like where I wanted to be, but I was, I was happy. Like it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. Mm -hmm. And then I don't know, everything just kind of fell apart after I got married. Um, and that's when I reached out to you. Uh, this was right before you started yeah. DHDH. And, um, I was just looking into some one-to-one -one coaching and, and that service that you offer is awesome. But I just didn't think that that was exactly what I needed if I needed that much. And so when you started your free mm -hmm. trial, I was like, this is perfect. And so I jumped yes. in or not free trial, but your, your trial month. And I jumped in. So I was one of the first yes. members and I loved it. Well, then I got pregnant and again, this kind of, you know, off a little bit off topic, but everybody's pregnancy journey is way different. And, um, oh, really? by mm -hmm. December, so I was really only, a, um, actively doing damn happy, damn healthy for about six weeks. And then I hit just, I just got tired. I just had no energy in December, the holidays. And I was always in, always in the group. I never like left the group, but I, it's embarrassing to say that I did not work out like from like consistently, like there, I might've done one here and there from December, 2018 to this, um, about a year ago. I took mm -hmm. because I was pregnant mm -hmm. and then I just kind of fell into that. Well, I'm, I'm just going to get bigger anyway. And, I, and then I got out of it and then I was worried about jumping back in and like, you know, hurting the baby. Like, is this going to be too much? And yes. then I just did it. And then I had the baby <laughs> just, I did it. So it was about, um, February. So about a year ago, I was like, I need to like get back into some sort of routine and, you know, uh, the timing of COVID and everybody quarantining is I was like, I, there's no better time. And I'd already kind of started like nutrition, like watching what I was eating. And I just started, I started with running. I didn't just jump right into back into DHDH. And then mm -hmm. I would say probably I was doing a couple workouts. And so now like I'm consistently doing five workout DHDH workouts a week. 
I feel so much stronger. Um, I'm waiting. I could probably go run outside. Um, I just with this, the ice and the snow melting and then getting cold, I'm afraid of falling. Um, so I'm excited Mm -hmm. to add that back in. And so, yeah, it's just been kind of a roller coaster. Yeah. And it's so crazy because like every woman has this like roller coaster and there's like different life events that influence us to like act a certain way. And like for you, one of the biggest things I think that happens first, and I'm sure we have like, I think we have a lot of like post athlete listeners is that like big shock of like, I'm not an athlete anymore. And when you're an athlete your whole entire life, and then especially um, at the caliber, like both of us were these four sport athletes in high school. And then we play college softball. And then like, all of a sudden that like identity is like no longer yours yet. You still feel like an athlete, but your body is changing and you're not really sure. Like, like, especially setting goals. Like, I'm like, what am I even working toward? Like before you worked out because, Hey, I'm working out to be, be good at this skill or to achieve this goal in this sport. And that's why you exercise. And then you all of a sudden are done. And it's like, what, what am I Mm -hmm. working toward? Like, what do I really want? And then you start to get like, so wrapped up in all these things. Um, as far as like the health and fitness industry goes, like you said, like you ran and like, you were trying kind of in that discovery phase for those several years that you were kind of like, you said you like skipped a bunch of years, but we all have that discovery phase. I remember mine where I was like for two or three years, like just trying to figure it out, like trying, even as a health coach, like I, I went to school for exercise and I was still in that discovery phase for myself because I think there's so many different health and fitness regimens out there that can work and that people love and that people identify with, but it's so hard to figure out what that is for you mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, that timing. So I can, I totally get that. That's just hard. Um, well, and, and, so, and you, and people, and I, I was one of these people, I thought I'm running all the time. Why am I not seeing any, why am I not seeing any changes? Well, I hadn't changed any of my diet and I hadn't like, I need, mm-hmm. you need to change it up. You can't just, just going out and running three miles every single day is you're going to, you're, it might work for a little bit, but then your body's just going to yeah. be used to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's so many, yeah, there's so many factors. And so I love that you brought that up. Um, and for a little education point, you guys, I know these are more like <laughs> real women type interviews, but Lindsay said it. So I'm going to give you guys a little tip. So like Lindsay said just now, like for the longest time, she did the same thing and expected to see like results after results after results. Well, when we do that. And like, I don't ever discredit women or anyone who like jump into fitness and dive into something and do the same thing because jumping into fitness stuff is scary. Like it's not easy to start a fitness routine, let alone easy to start a fitness routine and continue to progress and mix it up. So they're both really hard. And I always like to just like, make sure I point that out. But when we exercise and we tend to like do the same thing over and over again, initially, like Lindsay said, like you're going to see some results, but then 
your bodies, our bodies are so smart and they get so, they get so like, they, they adapt to what, what stresses we put on them. So if you go into every single day doing the exact same exercise routine, after a few weeks, you are going to find yourself in a plateau or not seeing changes because your body's like, hey, like I'm conditioned to do this. Like I don't need to change anything about who I am or how I function in order to achieve this, this goal that my person is telling me to do. And so that's something that's really important. And I think, especially as beginners with exercise, first, it's awesome. And I think it's incredible that you're diving in, but don't forget, we need to mix it up. And I think that that's something that's hard to do, especially when you're in that discovery phase. I, um, well, and like, so this summer I was working out, you know, multiple times a week or, you know, five, at least five times a week, but I wasn't doing five DHH workouts because they intimidated mm-hmm. me. Like, I'm like, I'm just not ready for that. Like <laughs> I hate, I, I think the day I hate, like, I don't hate, that's not the right. I like the least is the cardio day. Cause I just, in my mind, I'm like, I could just go out and run. I could get my cardio and that's it. Like, because that's easy. Right. Jogging mm-hmm. is easy mm-hmm. for me. And I am running, it's jogging, it's yeah. not fast. And so like, but I know like doing all of the inner, the body weight and the quick stuff and the jumps and the shuffles, like that's better. Like I need to, I need to do more than just run. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely. We all have our day that we don't like. So <laughs> my sisters would be legs. She hates legs and she like avoids it. Like she always gets it done, but she'll like call me and she's like, which workout should I do? And I always say legs because I'm joking with, because I know she yeah. doesn't like to do legs. I'm like, do legs because I know you haven't done it yet. <laughs> She'll like put it off till last, but that's her day that like she avoids. My husband agreed. So my husband will sometimes do the workouts with me, you guys. I don't know. I think I've said that on here before, but Clint hates legs too. So he loves most of the workouts he does with me are the upper body. Rarely, if ever, will he agree to do a lower body. <laughs> he just hates it. It's like, I'll do my own lower body stuff. I'm like, sure you will. <laughs> See, and I like legs and I like full body. And the arm, I like both of the arm ones too, but like legs and yeah. full body this summer, those were the two that I always made sure I did. And I always try to do at yeah. least one of them because I was doing like three. Like I would do full body, one of the arms and then legs. And then- once it got colder and I stopped running, I'm like, okay, I just got to do all five of these. So when I started doing all five, like that was a win for me. Like I'm doing all five of these, like good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's keep this up. Today's episode is brought to you by the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy Fitness Membership. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast, but know that the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy Fitness Membership is where you take this mentality and this lifestyle that you're learning about here and you extend it. Damn Happy, Damn Healthy helps women end their search for balance so they can truly find freedom, gain confidence, and get fit without giving up their social life, without giving up their family life life and without flipping their lives upside down. If you want to make exercise and healthy eating an effortless part of your day-to-day routine, this membership can help you find this balance. Stop searching for the quick fix, girlfriend, to your lifelong battle with health so you can achieve the body of your dreams while still focusing on the things that you love most. 
How does DM Happy, DM Healthy work? Let me explain. Members get five brand new workouts every single week. The workouts are 40 minutes per workout and a set of dumbbells is the only piece of required equipment that you'll need. Along with these workouts, you get a proven system and accountability to set you up for success in finding your freedom in health, fitness, nutrition, and life. We take those things and we simplify them and we help you truly find your happiest, healthiest, and most confident version of you and believe that that looks and feels different for every single woman. And it's better yet, girlfriend, because you're here listening to the podcast. We want to offer you your first seven days free inside Damn Happy, Damn Healthy. If you want to claim this offer, if you want to jump into this, I encourage you to go click the link in the show notes and sign up for your first seven days free. Girlfriend, it's on me because I truly do believe that you are just one decision away from being on that path to your most happy, most healthy, and most confident self. And that click is right there for you in the show notes. And that click leads you to the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy Fitness Membership. It's really awesome that you didn't go from like, I think one of the reasons you saw success when you like finally had that like click in your head that like you're ready to do it because honestly like you had said and mentioned with your pregnancy story and that journey like it is so true that everybody's experience is different like even as someone who exercises for a living like I, I mean I exercise for a living and I was on that activity restriction in the beginning of my pregnancy and the exhaustion is real <laughs> you like that activity restriction was a blessing in disguise like for me during that time because I had one of the members come and say to me she's like I don't know how you did it in your first trimester and I'm like do you remember I didn't do it I I didn't it's so hard and the exhaustion is so real and you had said something about like that like fears around like um making sure your baby is safe. And I have those fears every single day. It's like, and now that my restrictions have been removed, even to a certain extent, I, I never really like fully let the lid off just because nerves and like fear around that. And so I can totally like relate to you there. That is hard. And what I was going to say though, I went off on kind of like a tangent there. Um, you, um, once you made that decision to jump into things and to do things, I love that you didn't like force yourself to go like not feel ready, but force yourself to think you had to do five damn happy, damn healthy workouts. Or if you guys are listening and it's not damn happy, damn healthy, it's something else. Like I think one of the biggest things or ways that we can fail when we jump into a health and fitness routine is try and go from zero to hero. We try and like do too much too fast. And that's when the burnout comes. That's when the frustration comes. That's when the discouragement comes because we jump into something that we're not ready for. It's like, you, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) well, and that's exactly, I remember, um, there was, uh, a good friend of mine. She, um, she had a, she has a baby that's a little bit older than Aspen, but I remember talking to her. She's also a teacher. I remember talking to her in the teacher's lounge. I'm like, yeah, I just, I have to do this and I have to do that. And I think, I, and I have to start working out. And she's like, Lindsay, 
when you say it like that, it's something you have to do. It just becomes a checklist and then you're going to dread it. You need to wait until it's something that you want to do. And that like really Mm -hmm. stuck Mm -hmm. with me. And I'm like, you're right. Like I, yes, I know that I need to start working out, but you're right. Like I don't, I'm not right. Like I does, that doesn't even sound like something that I want to do right now. Like, like, yeah. And, and so that mm-hmm. has really stuck with me. And, um, and I think this kind of goes for any woman, like any woman, even like if you've had an injury or maybe you just got out of the routine or whatever, you know, whatever that maybe has set you back and having a baby. I mean, there's all sorts of things that set mm-hmm. women and men back. Like, don't ever feel like it's something that you have to do because you have to be ready to do it. And that just goes with what you said. And mm-hmm. in March, I was like, okay, um, part of that, that I'd stopped breastfeeding. And so like, I don't know why that was a thing, but like getting up in the morning, cause I like to work out in the morning. That's why. Cause I didn't want to have to pump or feet, you know, I don't have to wake my kid up to feed to work mm-hmm. out. And, and that was part of it. And, and then at night I'm just yeah. exhausted at night. Like I rarely do my workouts in the afternoon. And so March yeah. I COVID hit and we were home and I stopped breastfeeding and I was like, all right, I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome. And I, I couldn't agree more with that, that like, and I love what your friend said, like, you can't do these things. Like, and I completely agree with the whole checklist thing. I'm like, if workouts are on your to-do list, then not going to happen consistently. It has to just be a part of your life. Not, you always hear me say this it has to be a part of your life, not in addition to your life. And the whole have to thing, like I will always say there is no me convincing, like a woman that it's time for her to start damn happy, damn healthy. Like there are so many women who come back to me six months later and they're like, okay, I'm ready now. And, and I'm totally fine with that because if, if someone starts when they're not in that, like readiness to change that like stage of change where they're like ready to take something new on or ready to dive into this exercise routine, she's setting herself up for failure. And because you did it when you were ready. And like your friend said, I'm doing it because I'm ready and I'm doing it like versus like, because it's a have to, because if it's a have to, we're going to dread it. We're not going to, it's going to feel like another thing on our endless to-do list for the day. And it's going to get pushed to the bottom and we're going to feel more guilty, regretful and all the things. So I couldn't agree more. So true. So as we kind of head toward the end of this, Lindsay, this has been so great. I'm like, what do I want to ask you as we're like wrapping this up? I think the biggest thing, and we already kind of like touched on one of the things, but one thing I really like to focus on, and we already kind of touched on this a little bit about how like not none of these women or none of the women that you see out there are perfect. And we all have stuff going on and like even myself, like I said, as a fitness coach, as someone who exercises for a living, I have my days that I don't want to do it. I have my struggles when it comes to my health and fitness routine. Um, And I think we can talk about those more often. Like it, it's so often that we're seeing people's wins and seeing people's like triumphs when it comes to fitness. Like she crushed all of her workouts this week, or she, um, lost this many pounds or she's done this many days in a row. But I think not often enough do we like share that we all have struggles and we all have like life going on too. So if you were going to share like 
some of the things that you're still working through, some of the things that you're still going through when it comes to finding your balance and living damn happy, damn healthy every day, what would you say? Nutrition. Um, and I think it, it's, that's always going to be something that I struggle with. Um, I mean, like I said, it took me a while to get back into it working out, but like, once I'm here, like I, I know I love it. I love the way it makes me feel. I love the way it helps me set up my day, but food. And I grew up eating, you know, steak and potatoes, steak and potatoes. Um, we had fruit in the house, but it was never really like a core part of our meal. You know, we, we had greens, but it was just a lot of meat and potatoes and we mm-hmm. always had large portions. And so I think I just developed just, I, I eat a lot. And, um, mm-hmm. that's one thing my husband says sometimes he's like, wow, you eat so much. <laughs> he just heard me. He's like, ah. Um, now that's something I'm working on. Um, and we always had sweets in the house. And so, um, mm-hmm. that would be an area that I'm just constantly like today. I, I had pizza and some edible cookie dough. That was my supper. I got mm-hmm. home at seven 30. I ate that real quick before hopping on with you. Um, and I know, like, I know what it's like to be, to be healthy again, back in March, when we were home, we did a great job meal prepping. We ate a lot of salmon, fish. Um, I was eating butternut squash instead of like potatoes. We'd have like grilled vegetables and we meal planned. And, um, and I was, I was eating way healthier and it felt, and I felt good. And, and I was doing that mm-hmm. first before I actually really kicked up my workouts. Um, mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. life, I just, I haven't fit in that, that meal prepping and meal planning. I mean, we cook, but Again, um, we eat, I, I prefer white meat, but, uh, being, you know, um, from Southeast Iowa, we have access to a lot of beef, um, that's just Mm -hmm. given to us. Mm -hmm. We eat a lot of red meat and yeah. So that's Mm -hmm. just kind of my, it's just food. Um, we, you know, my husband likes potatoes and so he was really great. You know, he would mix vegetables, but then like we just, well, we're not really grilling right now because it's so cold, but yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. just not eat, you know, I like ranch. So I get a salad, but I get it ranch. I know ranch is like the worst. <laughs> like I know that, but it's so good. And so <laughs> like and uh, you have to give yourself some grace too. I think that, I think that nutrition is something that so many people would call their pain point. Like I, I would agree. Like if I had to choose, like one area where like it's the hardest I I personally would choose nutrition like the the exercise for me um is something that's always kind of like and I think being an athlete and being active for most of my life has like credited to that like it's been something that's been really consistent but like when it comes to nutrition I think so often we we sometimes overcomplicate it and and it's okay to have pizza. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I tell you what I ate before <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you guys what I ate before this. So like my, my husband's out of town. I told Lindsay that before we started and I do a really good job of cooking when he's here, which is interesting. But when he's not here, I get like really lazy. So <laughs> I was down there. I like should have just like sat down and like made a meal, but instead I ate, um, some pretzels with some cream cheese on them. I ate some, um, 
I did eat some cottage cheese, which was a win, (laughs) but like, I just was like scavenging, like, and like seeing it, you know, when you're like looking for something to eat, but you're like eating everything as you're looking Mm -hmm. for something to eat. I was doing that before this interview tonight. So I think that sometimes we, we get so caught up in being perfect when it comes to nutrition. And I hear someone, I heard someone say this and I can't remember who said it, but I like to repeat this. So this, these are not my words. These are, these are someone else's, but it's not what we do. It's not what we, it's what we do most of the time, not what we do some of the time that makes the difference. And that's a huge thing when it comes to nutrition. I think that you just have to remind yourself that and give yourself grace. Like some days it's pizza and cookie dough. <laughs> other days, it's, other days it's a salad. And I always say like, if, if putting ranch on a salad is going to make you eat a bowl full of salad, <laughs> put ranch on your salad. <laughs> like if that, that's where the balance comes uh, in. So that's what I would tell you when it comes to the nutrition thing. Uh, we'd went out for a, a, din- a date, like a day date. And I had recently, it was when you, you did, it was one of your lives. I don't remember. And you talked about when you get mm-hmm. pizza, but you always get a salad and you eat that first. <laughs> so, yeah. so I got yeah, a salad yeah, yeah. and then I put ranch on them. I'm like, I wonder if this counts. I'm putting ranch on this salad. <laughs> <laughs> totally. But I did only totally. eat half my sandwich and then I brought the rest of the whole, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's a huge win. And you guys, I, that's a tip that I I think I gave that tip on my Instagram one day. I, um, my husband and I, we like eat indulgent food. We go out for pizza. We get fun food and we probably go out for dinner like once or twice a week. Um, home bodies, especially being pregnant and with COVID lately, but we love to enjoy drinks. We love to go out, but like one of our rules is like, if we're going to have a more indulgent meal, we always order a salad. Like even if we're getting like the sandwich and the fries, like we order a salad and eat that first and it fills you up a little bit and you end up eating less of like the, mm-hmm. the not so great food. So totally it's a game changer. <laughs> and you can put ranch on your salad. I, if I'm like eating at a restaurant and it's not like a pre-made like salad, that like comes with a dressing on it, I choose ranch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love it. So it's like, why not? So yeah. Um, gosh, this has been so good. Thank you, Lindsay. <laughs> um, so as we wrap this up, you may or may not know this, but I always ask my guests the same question because I think it's a fun way to just kind of end things and learn a little bit more about who we've interviewed. So if you could describe your most damn happy, damn healthy day from like start to finish pre-COVID, you have no restrictions. What would that day look like? And what'd you be, what would you be doing? Oh, I, well, obviously I want to be with my family, like my husband and my daughter Mm -hmm. and we're, we're just, we're doing some sort of activity. It can be anything. We could be on like, on, like on a vacation all together, like on the beach, or we could be, you know, on a bike ride here on the high trestle trail. I mean, when mm-hmm. the three of us are together and we're doing activities, that is when, um, my cup is the fullest. Um, and you know, yeah. I, my husband, and I, we have a lot of, a lot in common. And I mean, that's obviously we, why we probably got married. Um, he was my best friend for some of you, for those, many of you that don't know, he was actually, we were friends for four years before we started dating. 
um, we work together. Anyway, side note, um, but we have a lot in common. We also have some things that are not so common, but yeah, my, my damn, my most damn happy, damn healthy day. I'm with my husband and my daughter and we're, we're doing some sort of activity. It can be extravagant or just something basic or just, you know, at our neighborhood pond fishing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. And your neighborhood, which is Ankeny, you guys, I, you, I think I mentioned that on here. We're moving to Ankeny. So I'm so excited. We're going to have to meet up Lindsay. I can't wait. We move at the end of June. So it's coming up real quick. I know. I, I really love this area. I know we probably need to go. I really love this area because you're so close to Ames for whatever reason, if you need Mm -hmm. to go to Ames, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, but <laughs> my husband's an yes. Iowa state fan. So he appreciates that. Um, but you're so close to downtown. Um, you can just get anywhere quickly. And like me coming home, I'm to my dad's in an hour and a half, less than an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's just, it's just, a, I really like it. And my husband is more of a country boy and he was not happy about moving to the city. Um, but he's adapted. He hates the traffic, um, but there's just a lot of opportunities too. And so he can appreciate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're excited. <laughs> so you will have to connect then you guys. Thank you so much for listening to Lindsay and I today. Lindsay, thanks for being yes. here. I am gonna, I, I love this and I can't wait for people to listen to this. I think there's going to be so many takeaways, such a great conversation and you guys, thanks for listening. Yep. We will see you on the next one. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. Share some love for today's episode with a rate, review, and subscribe. And don't forget, take a screenshot of this episode for your Instagram. Tag me at Chelsea Caller and tell me your fave takeaway. I'll be talking to you again real soon, girlfriend. But until then, be damn happy and damn healthy.